the wine and shiny palooza. Have some wine and join us on the Winey Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Winey Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello, everyone. Happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. It's the Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Grab some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green Family. Cha-cha chicken. Cha-cha chicken. (laughs) Good job, Peanut. So, I'm a little sad. Because, cheers everyone, it's the last day of my birthday month. Can you read it? It says, my birthday month. This is from my friend Jen. And Jen, if you watch this, I will text you and tell you what I said in case you're not watching. Um, I used this the whole month. I used it every Whiny Pooza Wednesday and a lot more than that. And I thought of you every time I drank from it. And it is not Catapalooza wine because Seth finished it. I drank all the Catapalooza wine. Thank you to whoever gave us that. Kristen Siopa. Thank you, Kristen. So thank you, Jen, for this glass. I loved it. And I'm kind of sad that it's the last day of my Mm -hmm. birthday month. So cheers to June. Um, Time for July and lots of summer fun. How is everyone doing? How is your summer going? I would love to hear what you have planned for the summer. Um, I got a wonderful topic request today. So please never hesitate to send me your topics. I love it. And I want to give you whatever is going on. So um, let's jump into our topic today. Uh, This topic came to me. The title came to me and I knew I needed to run with it. And the title is, There's No Magic Pill. If I go back to my work with families and even my conversations today, uh, I feel like parents are looking for this magic answer. So this is what's going on. You know, this is the um, issue that I'm having with my child, or this is the issue that I'm having with my spouse, or this is the issue that I'm having. And um, give me the magic answer. What Silver is, bullet. Right. What is the magic answer? And I am going to give you a lot of magic, hopefully tonight, but there is no magic pill. There's no magic answer. And there's a lot of work. I think that the greatest lesson that I have learned is that if you put in the work, you get results. Don't you agree? If you put in the work, you get results. 
And um, I'm going to start with talking about weight and we're going to move into parenting. So people will think that they can take this magic pill and that they'll end up looking fabulous. There's lots and lots of diet <laughs> pills sold on the premise that they're going to do that and you don't have to change your diet or your exercise. And if they were true, we'd they everyone would be taking them and it would work. Well, it's a good business. So maybe they contribute to your success. False. So I don't want to put down anyone's diet supplement pill, right. or diet pill, but um, the secret bullet, the secret answer is healthy diet and exercise combined. And I find that the older I get, the more it's diet and the less that it's exercise, but exercise for me makes me feel so good. So, um, oh, Ella, I forgot to show you that I'm wearing the necklace that you picked for me. This, this was my birthday necklace. It has my birthstone on it and I love it. And thank you, Ella and daddy and everyone. Ella picked it out and, and then showed me where to go order it so that she could buy it for mama. Well, thank you. And I didn't mean to get off topic, but um, it was staring at me. So there's no magic answer to give you the health and fitness goals that you have or the body that you dream of. Put in the work. And I will tell you that I remember eating six meals a day, watching the clock, making sure that every two to three hours I was eating to keep my metabolism going. Because I tend to go too many hours without eating, and then your metabol my metabolism slows down. So I was eating every two to three hours. I was eating healthy. I was exercising a ton, and I put in the work every day. And I think about the fact that we all have to choose our heart, and we can choose to be. I'm going to get to topics with you. I'm going to finish this and move on to you. But um. <laughs> We can choose to be unhealthy and it will be harder to walk, harder to keep up with your kids, you know, um, medicines it's for whatever have health issues. Yeah. Health issues are very difficult and we don't want those. So it's like, do we want the hard this or do we want the hard that? And I think that we're choosing our heart every day. And I'm going to explain more of that as we go. So let's jump into parenting first. Second, there is, there's, again, I'm not going to give you magic pills or magic answers, but I am going to tell you that your hard work pays off. Okay. And I'm boring my family. So I'm moving. You're quick. not boring us. I'm just sitting back and Lily copied me. So one of the magic words is authoritative parenting. Have you heard this word before? I have not. You come on, you don't not you. You oh. aren't allowed to say that you've okay. never heard it. Okay, you have heard this word, honey. But I, will I was being the audience. Sorry. Okay, I will teach it to you again. Yes, please. If you're being authentic, it's okay if you have forgotten. So there's permissive, where you have very very little structure and boundaries, and the kids do whatever they want, and the kids walk all over <laughs> you like and run the show. Right. I can be guilty. Um, we have authoritarian where there's way too much structure, way too much, um, way too much discipline and probably not enough love. And then you have right in the middle of authoritative, which is the goal for all of us, where we have rules, 
we have structure, we have boundaries, we have routines, and we have a lot of connection, love, and attention. And, it, and, and you love to be throw in some impulsiveness and spontaneity there to make it more fun. As I talk about parenting, okay, I have told you this before, and I will tell you this again, even if I know the right answer, and I will tell you, I usually know the right answer, whether it's for you or for me, doesn't mean that I'm going to do it. And I will have conversations in my head, like, you know what you have to do. So get up and go do it. And I know it's hard. I know you're exhausted. I am walking this walk with you. So I know how tired you are. I will tell you that every time we give in to our kids, we're going backwards. So I'm going to give you a different way to handle it. Example, last night, Seth gets home around seven. He worked all day. He took Max to soccer. He walked in the door after the girls were fighting about slime. And I was like, oh, my God, save me. I never did find out what the slime fight was about. Oh, Lily made slime. Ella wanted to play with it. Ella was mad that Lily put one of her beads in the slime. Uh-oh. Because she's not allowed to take Ella's beads. Uh-oh. And then Lily got mad at Ella and said, well, then uh, then you can't use my slime. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, many- <laughs> so Seth walks in. And I had just. The beads that are 100 for 10 cents. We can't I'm like, put in there. I mean, I'm like, I'll buy you more beads. Right. So. Seth walks in and I'm like, toast. It was like all day parenting. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even write my blog. I'm like, I need to take this week off. I'm fried. And then I remembered something. If I sit down and type, it is a coping strategy and it will make me feel better. Get it out. Get it out. So Seth saw me in. For those of you listening to this, Melissa says, y'all are so brave with parenting with slime users. Yikes. Thank you, Melissa. <laughs> Melissa, Ella and Lily Obsessed. love slime. And the slime this factory one, in our house. This one next to me, Lily, is always like, can we make slime? Can we make slime? <laughs> and I have actually, we Lily. We made slime yesterday. Make L- more slime. Lily, you don't know how nice I am. Um, some parents ban slime from their house or they don't let their parents Kids. They don't let their kids make slime. They don't let any slime in the house. Like I didn't know we could do that. You have, told me. Right? She has no idea how nice I am. She she I didn't even know what this slime stuff was up until I don't know however many months ago. All of a sudden they was started we started having to buy borax and glue and whatever else. And I'm like, what the heck is all do we didn't have slime? I don't know what the heck this is going on. <laughs> Melissa says, no slime. Keep it out of my house. <laughs> on some parents. Some parents. I, I love it. We're going to get will... a t-shirt that says some parents. <laughs> my, my, on one of those. My friend Kara's daughters came to my house and they know that I let them make slime. So one of the first things they always ask me is, can we make slime? And I'm like, your mother is going to kill me. Because they don't have, they you don't do slime. There's some parents. There's no slime in their house. And I'm like, you We're can't. We're the slime house, honey. You That's can't great. get it on your clothes. And she'll know. And she's watching, so she'll know. Then they want to put it in a sandwich bag and take it home. And she shows up to pick them up. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Don't hate me. <laughs> we make owl bath bombs instead. What's oh, an owl bath bomb? You need to tell us Melissa, what that is. what is an owl bath bomb? Oh my God, she loves owls. She's all about this. Tell us what this is. 
Um, honey, oh, typing. I was typing. And Seth, I'm going to ask you this question. Uh-oh. Did you know that if a child walked in the room at oh, seven, to ni- 7 to 9 last night, did you know that you were on call? No, I had no idea. Did you know that if they walked in, it was your turn to parent? No clue. You didn't know that. Nobody told me. Okay. So <laughs> I was. The bus that I've been tormented. No, not at all. <laughs> I was okay. in my zone typing. And I didn't even know you were writing. Like you could have told me I need some quiet time. Keep them away from me. I'm off duty. I, you did not tell me this. Okay. So you didn't see me typing. You didn't know what I was doing. I had no clue. Okay. It's an all natural bath bomb. Awesome. All right. Awesome. I'm send excited. It. So it's an all natural bath bomb and she's going to talk to me and send it to me. So yes. I'm excited for this. Maybe we should post that on the blog. I'm yeah. all about all, all natural bath bomb recipe. So I was in my zone and I was like in my head, I was done. So what I was going to say was instead of giving in and going backwards, because every time you give in, you go backwards and your kids learn if they push enough, they're going to get their way. Instead of doing that, say to your spouse, which I needed to say, but see, I thought he knew. So you think I'm psychic. You did not tell me this. So I, I was done and I thought Seth knew that it was his turn. But I didn't communicate it. So communicate it and say, I need a break. Yeah, I would have done I'm that. fried. I'm I'm gonna go, you right. know, do whatever I'm gonna sure. do. You're in charge. Yeah. So I would have done it. So use your supports. Yes. Pass it on and instead of fail just to tell me. Instead of not parenting, give it to someone else to parent. <laughs> Rentaparent.com. We'll come over and parent. Okay. So in choosing your heart, I want to give you an example. And I don't want to throw my beautiful daughter under the bus. Um, I just want to talk. I want to just, you know, just go with me. We're not going to argue about this. We, we got to a really good place with this. So humor me in talking about this. I'm going to use homework for an example. Okay. And, and just let me talk. Okay, and and you Enough can, disclaimers. Okay. Well, I don't want Lily to freak out. You can talk. So, so Lily and her math homework were not my friend at the beginning. And I may have found out that she wasn't doing it every night. I may have found out she wasn't doing all of it every night. Just wait till the end and then it's your turn. And I found this out and realized that every child is different, okay? So you might have a child who just goes and does their homework without even being asked. And we did get to that place, so we will talk about it. You may have a child who's not doing their homework and you have to hold their hand, check on them, make sure they do it every day, be consistent every day. And this child may take off and start doing it on their own every day. You may have a different child who still consistently needs you to check every single day. So we have to figure out what are our child's strengths and weaknesses. And Lily, you have a million strengths. And we could go on and on. Look at Coach Danielle says hi. Hi. Um, so math is probably not Lily's favorite subject. Right now. Um, she may have said to me, no, I'm not going to do my math homework. And she may have learned that nothing else is a yes until the math homework is done. So no going down the street to your friend's house. No. Um, no slime. No slime. <laughs> no playing on your iPad. There may have been a lot of no's until she learned that if she gets her homework done, 
math in particular, that she can go to her friend's house. She can play outside and she learned and I put in the work and it wasn't easy. There was some no's, there was some throwing of homework. And what I said to Lily was, it wasn't Coach Danielle's favorite either, but it's okay. You got this. Happy summer, Coach mm-hmm. Danielle. Uh, so um, it may have been hard, but I said to Lily, there's not a choice in this. You have to do your homework every day. And I know this is going to be hard, but your whole family is going to help you. And what that means is I sometimes couldn't help her. If I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't YouTube how to teach her. I called in for reinforcements. (laughs) So I got daddy. I got Max. Max, I got Ella. Max loves math. Loves math. Uh, Daddy Mm -hmm. does math at work every day. I am much more rusty. So Grammy was a teacher. And Grammy helped you too. So I said to Lily, it's not negotiable. You have to do your homework. I was very consistent. It was very hard at first. But if we put in the work, things tend to get easier. So it got easier. And then you did your homework every day. And you would say, don't even ask. I'm doing my homework. I'm getting it done. I want to go play. Awesome. (laughs) Right? So you learned. So we're very proud of you. So what does hard look like? Clear, consistent, follow through using my supports. (sighs) Can I share a quote about this? Yes. Um, One of my favorite quotes on this topic is you do, you either do the hard work to go after your goal or your dream, or you deal with the hard regret of not getting what you want. Well, and I could have dealt with the hard of, Lily not doing her homework and her teacher being upset with us. I could have dealt with that every day. And that's not who you are as a mother though. That wouldn't have felt right to me. I feel like she needs to do her homework every day. Yes. Um, I don't love homework. I don't either. (laughs) And my kids don't love homework, but you got to get it done. And I have told my kids that, and you were the same way, Seth, I think. That when I walked in the door, I wasn't that kid who wanted a break. I wanted to get it done so that it was out of my head and I could move on to doing whatever I wanted. You got home, you had to do the homework before you could go play, before you could do no electronics, before you could go play outside, before you could do anything. So I said to Lily's second grade teacher, I said, well, she tells me she needs a break. Like she Mm -hmm. needs a mental break. And he goes, man, does she know how to play you? (laughs) bit of a softy. So when I'm talking to you about parenting, I am also reminding myself of all of this stuff. So I am telling you, I know it's hard and I know you're exhausted, but put in the work and get the results you want instead of suffering with whatever behavior your child is doing that's driving you crazy. Right? Right. (laughs) So I wanted to be a safe, steady place for my kids. And I can be reactive and I am not going to tell you that I'm perfect. I'm not going to tell you that I have mastered this, but I have really been reading and studying and putting in the work of keeping myself calm 
so that I can help my kids through their own storm. So that is hard work that I am putting in. And the more we work something, the more automatic it becomes and the easier that it becomes. So I was just talking to a friend of mine about the fact that we know that the brain is just like a muscle on our body and that we work out and we might work out our abs and we might work out our arms and we might get stronger. And it's the same with our brain. And if we work at our brain every single day, then we rewire it and it becomes more automatic to think or do certain things. So my brain starts to learn this is where we pause. And my br- I have said pause so many times that my brain is now telling me pause before I even have to think it. So we work it every day. We work and we get results. If we want to run five miles, we work every day and build up to five miles. So this applies to everything. I want to just touch on marriage before I close this up. Close this up, wrap us up. There's not a magic answer to your wonderful marriage either, but I will tell you that if we ignore our marriage, there won't be a marriage. If we put in work to our marriage every single day, great job with those small steps, lady. Thank you, Melissa. I know I know that you do small steps every day to get success too. And you would be so proud of all the recycling that I'm doing over here, Melissa. Melissa is an organizational master. Yes. Success is key. Okay. <laughs> I love that, Lily. Success is key. So how do you get success? How do you have a successful marriage? You put in the work every day. And it looks like, first of all, you you know from if you've listened to me before, you know that we have to ask our spouse what they need from us. And, you know, I might assume that Seth wants me to do the dishes and the laundry and make him food, but that doesn't make him feel loved. Does it make you feel loved at all? Dishes and laundry, no. Food, little bit. So all the dishes and laundry I do does I mean, not make... No, it, it's not my love language. Right. I, it's yours. Acts right. of service is yours. Right. When I do those for you, it makes you feel loved. When you do them for me, it doesn't make me all warm and fuzzy. Okay. I, I would be upset if they wasn't there. So I mean, I would do it, but if so, you would let me do laundry. So ask your partner what little things you can do all day for them. So it might look like a text message. It might look like a note, um, calling and checking up on them throughout the day, having a date, holding hands, watching a movie. Um, What else, Seth? Those are all good. We could do all those. So all the little things every day, all the effort we do every day, whether it's parenting or marriage, is what brings you the success and all the effort that we're putting into things. So there's no magic answer. There's work. And I promise you that if you put work into whatever issue you're having, you will get the results that you're looking for. And if you're not getting the results you're looking for, look at the work that you're doing and try to tweak it to get better results. So if you have been running two miles every day and you're not seeing results, you probably have to step it up. So that's just an example. If you have been rewarding your child every day with Shopkins and they're tired of Shopkins and they've moved on to fidget toys, then they need different prizes. 
If your words of affirmation are not working for your children, maybe they need you to say something different. So you might have to tweak what you're doing, but work is going to get you the results that you're looking for. So I'm going to leave you with, I don't have a magic pill, but I have magic words for you. Okay, so here's my, here, here are my magic words. My two favorite are consistency and persistence. Rules routines, schedules, love, connection, effort, time, attention, follow through, supports. Anything that I missed from that list that you want to add? No, those are great. So those are my magic words, but I don't have a pill for you. And I know that sometimes something will resonate with you, but it's not going to be magical unless you take it and do something with it. So, um, it is June 30th, which means that tomorrow is July 1st, which means that my Whiny Palooza mom group on Facebook is going to launch a July challenge. I just did, we have to drop off Starbucks for Amber yes, for my won. birthday challenge. So Amber won the birthday challenge. So we have to go drop off a Starbucks gift card for her. So I think for the July challenge, unless someone has a specific request that I am happy to grant either this month or a future month, I think surprise jewelry is going to be the Ooh. July challenge. Ooh, that um, if it's, if a man wins, he may <laughs> not want that. Else? So he may want to pick something else. So that's going to kick off tomorrow, Friday. I have Patty Dedur on my podcast. And the title is um, Advocating. Advocating for Children with Learning Disabilities. Does that sound right? Advocating for Learning Disabilities, that might be the title. Uh, great conversation. I think you're going to learn stuff from her. I loved talking to her. And there were I, some takeaways for any child, for, for any parent parenting any child. You don't have to have disabilities to learn about it. Yes, it definitely can apply to any child. And thank you for watching the vlog, reading the blog, listening to the podcast. Um, we appreciate all of you. And Lily, can you close us out? Mm -hmm. Thank you for watching my Palooza Wednesday with the Green Family Cha-Cha Chicken. Have a good week. Happy Bye. Independence Day. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>